Hello, listeners. Uh, Todd here. I just wanted to tell you a little bit about what you're about to hear. Uh, when we launched the Spies Like Us podcast, it was always our intention to do television series as well as movies. One year into it, I got to admit, we still haven't exactly wrapped our heads around how to do a television series on this show. It's something we are still working on. Uh, for instance, we really want to do someday uh, an episode about the Americans or Turn, uh, Washington Spies, or uh, a show that one of our fans just recommended to us, a French show called Le Bureau. Um, meanwhile, while we're working on that, the number of TV shows on our master list just keeps growing and growing, and it's become clear to us that we're just never going to be able to get to even a small fraction of them. So what we're going to try here is something we're going to call a brush pass. It's a very short episode where we just throw out our immediate impressions of the first episode or two of a spy television series. It might be something that just premiered, or it might be something classic, or maybe even something kind of obscure. While we're at it, we're also going to throw in some uh, looks ahead to what is coming down the pipe in Spy Entertainment. Uh, our first brush pass is on the new Netflix show Lupin. Uh, we're still sort of not 100% clear on that pronunciation, but it's spelled L-U-P-I-N. And that's a sort of spy-like character that has long been much more popular in Europe and Asia than in the U.S. And uh, there's been some good buzz around that show. Uh, again, we just watched one episode and we're just going to give our quick impressions. Uh, that'll be in contrast to the kind of diligent research that goes into our main movie episodes. This is still a work in progress. Uh, mainly, I just wanted to see how fast we could put a short episode together. Uh, but please expect this concept to be polished along the way. And as always, we love to hear what you think on uh, Facebook, Twitter, or message us at spieslikeus.net. Last thing before I roll the tape, I also just want to let you know what is on the schedule coming up for the main Spies Like Us episodes. Uh, after the second part of the Day of the Jackal, we're going to run a couple of anniversary episodes as just kind of a... Mm, vaguely masturbatory pat ourselves on the back look back on what we did in our first year on this podcast that is going to include discussion of who were the best spy characters that we covered in 2020 in different categories like the who's the best infiltrator who's the best assassin who's the best puppet master ha <laughs> ha uh following that will be the uh, Battle of Algiers. That's a 1966 film that is still studied by intelligence agencies around the world as an example of counterinsurgency tactics. And after that, looking at uh, 1998's Ronin, starring Robert De Niro, we kind of have a plan, even stretching out further into 2021, but things could change, so I'll just leave it there for now and that's enough of me uh check this out let us know what you think loop on we're gonna talk about uh something hot that just dropped uh in the sort of espionage ish field uh we're gonna talk about Lupin. loop loop you want to pronounce it you you give me your pronunciation 
I think I've heard people say Lupin, but when you watch the movie, it's very French the way he says it. So I'm not sure that Lupin is actually correct. Okay. Well, I'll go with that. Uh, it's L-U-P-I-N, though. If people did want to search it, it just dropped on Netflix, and I've been hearing a lot of people talk about it. And uh, I wanted to try this out, this this idea, like, uh, we'll try to jump in and just give some quick impressions on something that just dropped. It's uh, based on a famous, famous French story about a gentleman burglar. Um, I, I, I knew about it just from being a weeb. Uh, I've watched Lupin the Third, a uh, bunch of the movies and some of the shows and stuff. And so when I saw it, I was like, oh, cool. Castle, uh, Castle I, of Cagliostro, wasn't that like Miyazaki's first or second film? First. He actually right. wrote the Lupin show before he started making films. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's where I, that's the only uh, comprehension that I had of this character. I didn't realize that he was based on, uh, you know, apparently like some classic French novels, I guess of, of what era do we know? No, not offhand, but we're talking long time ago. Probably classic literature days. Sounds like like Sherlock Holmes ish kind of like yeah. that kind of era. Yeah, especially uh, on the like book nineteen hundreds, early maybe. late 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 eighteen hundreds, maybe. Maybe something like that. Yeah, that's the impression I got. Um, but yeah, uh, and so like. You know, some of my critics had also been talking about this show and, and like what I hadn't realized was like that in Europe and Asia, like he's kind of almost as big a deal as James Bond, even though the character is, to my mind, virtually unknown to American audiences. Yeah, he's huge in uh, Europe for sure. And you know, with the the anime series kind of spinning off the original tale, uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised it's really big in Asia. My understanding is that this is a five-part Netflix series. And uh, Netflix, uh, of course, likes to drop all their episodes at once. So, um, you know, I don't know if people like... Uh, are, are interested in checking it out for themselves uh it just dropped i think like earlier this week uh and dave and i just watched one episode just the first episode and we're just doing a brush past on uh, a brush pass on our initial impressions dave can you start us out here yeah i was really digging it you know it's a typical intro episode that we just kind of finished um but, you know, just knowing the story, I knew there was going to be a big twist at the end. Um, and it's a typical heist film, but like way cooler, uh, I guess. But there's tons of jazz and 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 bluesy and like kind of funky beats in the background. Um, and our main character who's playing Lupin or Lupin uh, has this like awesome swagger. That's the one thing I was really digging about him. Um, but... They, they started it off like where it looks like he's just like a janitor. So you think this is like the beginning of his career, but that was all just like a ploy for the big twist at the end. I do. I do like the way it's um, it's, you know, origin stories are always like one of those uh, problems. I feel like uh, that 
you know, we've been facing in, in like superhero movies, especially. Um, whereas like in 45, like I really like the way they kind of did this as an origin story uh, in, in a tight 45 minutes, because instead of focusing on his origin first, they just kind of put you right into his, um, you know, uh, presenting him as just one kind of guy, but like, it's at the end of the first episode where like through his, um, you know, the, uh, the dialogue over, what do you call that? Uh, you know, like the voiceover, you know, of, of him reading the Lupin books that his dad left him. That is, is how you get like, like, no, this guy is like way more interesting than what you had been led to believe at the first. Yeah. Cause it kind of seems like they were starting out making you think he's, coming from the bottom and he's got something to prove or something, but then they go into the flashbacks of when he was a kid and his whole dad thing. And, and then it turns out the, the big heist that was set up at the beginning of the first episode turned out to be like his whole plan for weeks. You know, there was like, there's some cool sleight of hand tricks and, you know, getting in and getting out of the Louvre and uh, you know, snatching this like super super valuable necklace that this wealthy family that his dad used to work for uh was selling to open up their i guess charity foundation yeah i guess i'm just now thinking like the the coolest things i wanted to talk about are probably spoilers so i probably shouldn't (laughs) um (laughs) but i'll i'll just i'll just say that uh from the get-go when he is uh recruiting his quote-unquote crew uh i had questions about that that were massively nicely paid off at the end when we get kind of a retrospect i mean like in a lot of heist movies they like to uh dial it back and at the end like kind of show you the same events uh but from a different perspective a little bit right would you agree that's that's it's it's it's, the typical setup yeah you have to do that in a heist movie um (laughs) but they didn't overdo it in this one they kind of just gave you the key points that you needed to know and then they just like set it up like this is looping like i i liked that a lot like they didn't just go over the whole thing all over again they just gave you the key points the one question you had like well how did he do it you know it it was a, just a couple quick clips, and then now we're on to beginning the story of Lupin. Yeah, right. Although, I mean, you know, I mean, if he walks away with a forty million dollar payday in the first episode, I kind of wonder, like, well, what what is he doing in the next few episodes? I mean, I would just retire to the Bahamas. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, that's when we discover he's got a kid, and I guess it's an ex-wife or a baby's mama yeah type of situation and he's kind of like oh no you know i'm done i'm a changed man but you know we know you, you can't run away from the game right so we're probably gonna get fe- some nice high stuff coming out i have a feeling that she is more than she initially appears is is what i'm hoping uh that she's a little bit more uh savvy to what's going on with her ex-husband than right. than 
what we're given to uh, see in the first episode. But, you know, without spoiling anything, I don't think we can talk about any more details except to say, like, you know, yeah, it's a it's 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 a heist episode. It's not necessary. There's I mean, there's no spying in in what we would classically think of uh you know being in our purview but uh yeah i just wanted to jump up and say like yeah if you like spy movies i think you would definitely want to give this one a look absolutely i'm pretty excited for the next few episodes cool oh yeah you gonna follow it oh absolutely they definitely got me hooked (laughs) i'm I'm... oh by the way it is in french so if you don't like Reading subtitles, uh, you might not like it. That's that's a good note. I I almost yeah. didn't even, I almost didn't even notice because I'm I'm so used to subtitles. But yeah, apparently that's a that's another like kind of a a move that's being made in in streaming services is looking for these um, you know not just American produced shows but also casting out about in the international audience because Netflix is truly international and all these streaming services aim to be so. Right. You know? So you, you can find these, you can find these gems out there and hopefully that, that also has the positive result of, you know, down the line, like pumping more money into some of these, I don't want to say smaller countries, but uh, countries that are, have, have less of a huge, uh, tradition of producing content and you know well the french films they, they, they definitely have a lot but they're typically considered more artistic approaches versus something like this which is a much more broader audience uh not to downplay it like it's definitely not like a typical mainstream like you know hero film or something but it it it's definitely a broader audience than you're probably used to for french films Right. And, you know, I've I definitely have not watched any French television at all. But like overall, I mean, I would say like I kind of got a sort of a BBC feel off of this because, you know, I'm kind of aware of what they do in England uh, with right. television shows as opposed to uh, you, you know, what we do in Hollywood. Uh, but, yeah, this totally delivered and and. I'm down. Uh, I I don't know if I'm going to be able to follow it up as aggressively as I'm definitely going to be following up on this. Werner Herzog watches his first skateboarding video. Uh, <laughs> I'm really that's as soon as we're done recording. I got to get on top of that. Uh, in some news, uh, Gal Gadot. How do we actually? I'm embarrassed. Gal Gadot, I, I think. Okay, maybe. Let's, yeah, something embarrassing. Like that. Embarrassing that I don't know how to pronounce that. Let's go with Gadot. Um, got a news item that her uh, spy television show that's coming up just got sold to Netflix. Uh, don't it's it's supposed to, or is it a television show or a movie? I, no, it's a movie. And it's a big Ooh. budget one, yeah. And that just got, oh yeah, Heart of Stone uh, just got bought by Netflix. Uh, we will be following that 
uh, intently. And what else uh, have we got on the radar lately? You shared that, with me. That, yeah. Yeah, that, that Courier, the Courier with the <clears throat> Benedict Cumberbatch trailer just dropped last week. And it, I'm pretty hyped for it. It's based on a real guy, too, that, uh, you know, it's a salesman, like a, I guess, big level salesman that gets recruited by the MI6 to go deep into Russia and start spying on Russia because, you know, business is uh, has no borders, you know? You can always get in the door when there's money a knocking, right? Like, so, so I'm I'm super hyped. I, I had never heard of this guy, and uh, we we posted some articles about it on the our, our Facebook page and Twitter. And yeah, I'm really hyped. It looks really good. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no universe in which uh, a spy movie starring Benedict Cumberbatch is not gonna grab like huge attention from moi. Right. <laughs> um, you, as well as you're not the only one uh, that's been pestering me to check out as well. The new, is it new on Netflix or is it just a new season? Um, this, uh, what is it? Spycast? Oh, show? Spycraft. Spycraft. Yeah, it's a, the, the International Spy Museum. Uh, a couple guys from the board produced it and it's a docu-series where they go over different aspects of uh, tradecraft and uh, each episode features a bunch of cool stories in history. Um, so, yeah, I, I finished the whole thing. I really, really liked it. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, and you're not uh, the only one that's been recommending it to me. Uh, a couple of friends have reached out to me uh, and say I need to check that out. So maybe our audience should as well. I've got one other item for our brush pass today. Uh, this one I haven't listened to yet, but check this out. There's a podcast called I Spy, and it's hosted by Margot Martindale. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Apparently, I love her. Yeah, right, right. From the Americans and from yeah. a bunch <laughs> of, obviously, other fantastic shit. Um, yeah. What I'm really excited about, and I've, I've put it in my, um, you know, uh, my listen list. I just haven't got to it yet, but um, it's, it's apparently now, I don't know how this got past me, but apparently this is its uh, third season is coming up. So there's also some, some older episodes that we could go in and, and dig on. But what is got me so excited is that the concept of the show is it's one agent, a real person talking about, one operation in an episode so you know i mean i love what they do in spycast and stuff uh but sometimes you know those episodes get into like you know these broader pictures of like you know how you know intelligence gathering is evolving and how the political climates are shifting and that's kind of interesting to me but as a as a spy nerd, I really just want to hear a story, you know, and I want to hear about the fucking trade craft. Yeah. Right. And, and, and I think, I think that's, haven't listened to it yet, but I think that's what this podcast is promising. I'm super excited to subscribe. Yeah, me too. I already added it. 
And I think that's a, that's a solid 16 minutes of a brush past. Uh, we're, we're just, this is an experiment and we're going to refine it uh, over time. Uh, but yeah, like the idea is uh, the Spies Like Us podcast. We want to also like just bring you, um, you know, some hot takes on what just came out and also share some news on what is on the horizon.